Vayetar Yitzchak Lashem, and Yitzchak prayed to God, Lenochach Ishto, opposite his wife. What does it mean that he prayed, Lenochach Ishto? On a surface level, we read this idea and we understand that Yitzchak was praying on one side of the room, and Rivka was praying on the other side of the room. But I'd like to share just a couple of very interesting uh, ideas uh, along this concept of Yitzchak's prayers, Lenochach Ishto. We have a dirasha on the word Vayeater, and Yitzchak prayed. Where do we see this word Vayeater means, uh, uh, and he prayed? The Gemara makes a correlation between the word Vayeater and Vayechater. What does it mean, Vayechater, Vayeater? The Pasuk tells us that when Menashe, the son, uh, the grandson of uh, of uh, the son of Hezkiyahu, he was a, a terrible, terrible rasha. He took all of the Jewish people off the derech. He, he put Abu Dazara in various places. I mean, it was unbelievable what he did, how a single person could turn all, it was like the opposite. You know, today we have Kiruv movements. He had a Rihuk movement. You know, he was pushing people away. They were doing seminars, right? They took people on trips to places which were uninspiring. They did a lot, lots of different things. They exposed them to Sunday Cheder. They did lots of things that turned people off Judaism. And what happened was, uh, the end result was that he was captured and they were literally, they were boiling him to death in a pot. That's what it says. He's sitting there and he calls out to all the gods in the world, that all the avodah zaraz, and there's no, no response. Until what does he do? He says, I remember in my youth, when my father used to take me to Knis, to the synagogue. And my father used to say at that time that HaKadosh Baruch Hu could answer a person even from the depths, even in the last moment, even if he doesn't deserve it. Says the Pasuk, Vayehater lo. And God answered to him. The word Vayehater, Ayn and Achet are interchangeable. Chatar lo chatira. He dug him a tunnel, it says. From under the Kisei HaKavod. The heavens, the gates were locked. The malachim were rejecting his prayers. He didn't deserve it. But God dug him a tunnel under the Kisei HaKavod and he listened to his prayer and Hashem answered him. What we're seeing is that the word Vayeater means when someone issues a prayer that God has to dig a tunnel for. That God needs to circumnavigate something for. And the question is, what is it? If we look at Rashi, we also see hints of this exact idea. And he prays, God allowed himself to be uh, um, pushed, to be cajoled, to be uh, placated. And finally God said, okay. Now what does that mean? Rashi says, every time you see that word, it's an expression of an excess of prayer. Why was Yitzchak praying so excessively? Now there are two layers to this answer. Layer number one is that Yitzchak was a Sadiq. What do we know about Yitzchak as we said already many times? That his nature, his midah was givurah. Whatever God wanted, Yitzchak accepts. No problem. It's the Akedah, what does Yitzchak say? No problem. You want to do a shechita? No problem. I'm in. He's worried only that the korban should be kosher. So all of a sudden comes a situation like this, where he's not having children, and all of a sudden what? Yitzchak loses his medal? This is the guy that accepted to die on the mizbeach. 
So if Hashem doesn't want you to have children, take it. Says the Pasuk, Lenochach Ishto ki akarahi. He looks at his wife and he says, even if this is your will, Akadosh Baruch Hu, I'm looking at another Jew, at this wife, this woman I love, and she's in so much pain, ki akarai. So Yitzhak's prayer to God wasn't for himself. He wasn't praying for what he wanted. He was praying from the fact that he saw that there was so much sar in his wife. Hakadosh Baruch Hu looks at that prayer. He sees that it's not for Yitzhak's sake. He sees that it comes from Yitzhak's deep care and concern for his wife. And Hashem answers. He digs a tunnel. Why is he digging the tunnel? What does God need to get past? What does God need to be convinced? The answer is so powerful. El Chachamim tell us that Abraham was supposed to live 180 years. How come he lives 175? Because Esav, as we know, the children grow up. It's time he becomes Bar Mitzvah. At the age of Bar Mitzvah, what happens? Esav takes a left turn. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not want Avraham to see that his son, his grandson, Esav becomes a Rasha. So before he becomes a Rasha, what does Hashem do? Takes Avraham away five years early. In fact, remember what we said yesterday, Esav rocks up to the Shiva, and he's just committed the five biggest sins that's possible to commit. At exactly that time, Hashem takes Avraham away. He shouldn't have to see in his old age that his grandson went... Abraham dies with a clear conscience and a happy heart. Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if I answer your prayers, Isaac, it's going to mean that Esav is going to be born earlier. If Esav is born earlier, he gets to the age of Bar Mitzvah five years sooner. What does that mean for Abraham Avinu? Abraham Avinu, I'm going to lose Abraham Ohavi, the love of my life, the love that I ever had in this world, the one that Hashem loves more than anyone. I'm going to lose the love of my life five years early. How could I get over that love? But then he hears the prayers of Yitzchak, someone who when it came to his own Akedah, he has no problem. Hashem, this is what you want, I'm in. His love for God was 100% complete. But he's looking at Rivka, the love of his life, and he's seeing her pain. And he prays, Lenochach Ishto, for his wife, Ki Akara, he, because she was barren. And on that, God says, Ah, if I could see such a prayer that comes from there, if I see a prayer that comes from such a, the depths of love from somebody else, then what happens? <clears throat> he allows himself, like the Pasuk says, Nitpatser v'nitpayes v'nitpatelo. Once he saw that, and God dug a chatirai, dug a tunnel underneath. The gates of heaven were closed. The world didn't want to lose Abraham Avinu. But Hashem hears the prayers that someone utters out of the love for somebody else. You know, I often think this. Sometimes you have people that go for a biracha, they go to a sadiq for a blessing. They go to a rabbi in Israel for a blessing. But sometimes that prayer... It doesn't come from the deepest place of love, of care, of concern, where you know the pain, where you know the tsar, where you know how the person's struggling. In tzedakah, the halakha tells us that if you, have, if you have an ability to give tzedakah to the guy down the block, or you have ability to give a tzedakah to someone in Lakewood, or someone in, uh, you know, in Mansi, obligation is, the poor of your city come first. Why? Why? Because I know their pain. 
I know their situation. I know what they're going through. So that tzedakah has a much higher place in heaven. <coughs> By the way, this law, this people of your city, it applies to the people of Manhattan, but it also applies to the people of Yerushalayim, of Eretz Israel. Why? It's so far away. But the answer is, I might be all the way on the other side of the world in the West, but my heart is in Jerusalem. So therefore, I understand, I feel, I, I, uh, I suffer with its poor, with the people that are broken in Jerusalem as well. The same thing is true for, uh, for a tefillah. The best people in the world to pray might not be necessarily the people that are the most righteous on another side of the world. It might be also the people that are connected to the story, the people who know the needs of that person. If they gather around, they pray with all their heart, then they can shake the world. They can change God's plans. You know what it must have taken in order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to say, okay for this? And yet, God digs a tunnel underneath his Kisei kavod to answer the prayers of Isaac because he saw how deep they came and how and, and from how much love they came for his wife. May Hashem bless us always with tefillot that are answered. Amen.